0: Lot Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one
1: thing.
2: Rain
3: rising and thank you so much for joining us today. I'm your host Zelda Speaks, and welcome to Monday Morning Mindful oh, Radio.
0: Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime daily topics every morning, directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao, in India, Namaste, in Japan, Konnichiwa. What? In Korea. Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia. Drastudzke.
1: In Germany. Guentag. In Poland. Dindobre. In France. Bonjour. In Spain. Hola. In Italy. Ciao. In Egypt. Aspen was In Ghana. Takwaba. In Nigeria.
0: Peleo. In South Africa. Salbona In Senegal. Nangadev, In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, Palestine, and Saudi Arabia. As-salamu alaykum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. Join us live on the on-air radio network. Call 727-731-5192. We
3: want to talk to you. Right here on The Female Solution. And thank you so much for joining
2: us this morning. Is Monday morning
3: a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry. You are not alone. Join us for a thought-provoking, Stimulating and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the Mindfulness Moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of Mindfulness on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. Grand Rising, and thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks. Welcome to Monday Morning Mindfulness. And Today's show is, oh, the love series continues. Could you love someone who is unhoused, living on the street, don't have anywhere to go but your place What you find out? Could you handle that? Well, that's the topic of discussion today, and my guest will be Shiloh, a wonderful young lady that I met. Actually, I haven't met her. I've only talked to her. She is from Street Samaritans. I'm very sure that you know about our work here at the Higher Learning Network, where every week we go out to feed the homeless well. At the location where I uh, have been volunteering for the last 30-plus years, who's counting at this point? Um, I've been a volunteer there, and they have a food distribution in which I – am privy to get food, get some food uh, for the homeless, and the other food and supplies and everything else that we need, we get it from you, Uh, from your generous uh, tax-deductible donations. So Thank you so very much for being a part of this effort to help us, help ourselves, because we can't wait on anybody in anything, because it's just not happening, but... Samaritans are doing that. The Higher Learning Network is doing that, so we've partnered with them. And I just got a whole bunch of information to share with you. So uh, send this video, share text, all that good stuff with somebody. If you're listening online, you can call in today. We have a new number on air everywhere. dot com as you saw on the promo there. It is seven two seven seven three one five one nine two. And I know you want to get those comments in today, 'cause it's like homeless dating homeless person. Mm, well, I got a story. I dated one too. Uh, and I'll tell you about that later, okay? Uh, if you are headed out and about this morning. Uh, traffic and weather is sponsored by karen kelly of com. it is uh, monday morning and it is always crazy if you know because you're out there in it if you are driving you will know that all the expressways is, is, is monday it's, it's crazy and that, that's all i can tell you and if you would like to go to the caribbean uh, alaska vegas Hawaii, Dominican Republic, anywhere you want to go on the planet, you can go through ITEX. We can go to Puerto Rico. He don't know where we go. To. So uh, you can use the travel dollars. It doesn't cost anything because you're using barter dollars. So when you go to this i ITEX, Com, you can uh, enter the... A promo code and get $100 and go shopping right away. Whatever you need. Whatever you can get from, whether it's personal or professional, you can get it uh, at iText. You can get it at Walmart's or Target's or Kmart's or Neiman Marks or wherever. You can get it at iTex. Be sure and tell them uh, that Zelda sent you. Uh, Zelda is the promo code. Okay? And why do I say Zelda? It's the ELDA. Richard Peggy, always giving thanks to the ancestors, those who came before me. So, if you're headed out and about today, It's a mess. That's all I can tell you. Uh, there are no reported delays on CTA or Metro, but it will be hot—forty-five degrees today. And I walked yesterday. And it was—it was cold. It was like thirty. It was cold anyway. So I'm, I'm, you see, the sun's beaming down on me. I'm not—I uh, don't want to be in it, but I do want to be. In it. You feel me? Because I need that heat. Okay. As we take a look at your—excuse <coughs> me. Uh, highways here it is uh, a little congested as it always is expected, right? But for now you can stay inside with me and take a look at the Kennedy slow at Cumberland Avenue inbound 28 in and 23 on the reverse as we take a look at the Edens inbound it's 21 in, 19 out. On the Eisenhower, it's a whole other story. Thirty-seven minutes in, and twenty-four in the reverse. On the Stevenson, sixteen in, and fourteen out. On the Dan Ryan, slow thirty-fifth to thirty—excuse me, ninety-fifth to thirty-fifth. That is a seventeen-minute trip in, and a twelve-minute on the reverse. And on the Bishop, fours no reported delays. Eleven in, ten out. And Sabo Lakeshore Drive, which was. The S-curve was, it's Black History Month, so you know I gotta share this right. Um, My big brother, Patrick Bradley, what would I do without him? He's no longer here, but he's always in my heart. My big brother, Patrick Bradley, uh, retired Comet engineer, is the engineer who drew the schematics to straighten out the S-curve in Lakeshore Drive. How about that? If you didn't know that well you listened before, um, you may have heard it. Anyway, uh, that is your traffic and weather. If you are uh, keeping up with the Higher Learning Network TV show, it airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 and 24-7 on the World Wide Web. So you can watch it on our YouTube channel, Higher Learning TV Show. And now, as we prepare for Monday Morning Mindfulness and Monday Morning Mindfulness Meditation, the word of the day comes from Mike House, and he always has a word. Before we begin meditation, let us begin with the word. Monday, February twelfth, 2024, I look forward to my future. Often we stand with one foot in the past and one foot in the future. We face a conflict about which way to lean. Our past does not dictate our future unless we choose to hang on to it in that way. In the biblical story of Sodom and Gomorrah, Lot and his wife and daughters knew they could not go back. They knew they needed to move on into their future. But Lot's wife chose to look back, to stay back in consciousness. Such longing not to move forward hinders our growth and suppresses our success. I release that which does not serve me and move me forward from my past. My life is expanding and unfolding in front of me. I have no yearning desire for what I left behind. Let me repeat that. (laughs) And you can repeat it with me. I have no yearning desire for what I left behind. Divine wisdom guides me. And my path is made clear. Thank you, love, in me through me, as me, around me, through the Christ within,
2: and so it is.
3: But this one thing I do know, forgetting those things which are behind, I strive for those things which are before me, and that is Philippians 3 and 13. And that is your Monday Morning Mindfulness Word for the Day from fellow journalists house. And if you would like to receive those, you can, but there's only one drawback. You cannot, I repeat, you cannot respond what he sends them because the list is so long. People get tired of hearing that pinging all day, so that's the only requirement is that you do not respond. You can respond to him separately but you cannot respond to the group, okay? So if you would like to be included, you can text Monday Morning Mindfulness to 312-383-9749, and I will include you in those um, uh, weekly updates, okay? And now it is time for your Monday Morning Mindfulness meditation. Grand rising, my sister from another Mr. Jody. Hi, Jody, and congratulations! I saw you online with your new car. You go girl! And that is so funny. We got our first car from them too.
1: How about that,
3: sister girl? Telling you, yes, baby girl. Love Itex, yes ma'am. You and me both. I bought a van. Our first car was a a van from Itex. Wow, what a wonderful place to be. Itex. So be sure and check it out. You see, we got testimonials already. Thank you so very much. And if you would like to share where you're um, c- call, calling or calling, uh, watching from this morning, uh, the sun, you see I'm trying to duck this sun. But I need the sun. So what am I supposed to do? Okay, deal with it, right? Okay, I'm dealing with it. All right. So now it's time for your Monday morning mindfulness meditation. And this is the point in life uh, where... We put everything aside because it's me time. It's my time. Put the dogs up. Put the cats up. Put your your kids up. Put your 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 significant other and put the birds up too. Well, you can let the bird. You can let Fager and uh, Tickabel stay because they might give me some uh, insight into something. Because uh, thanks to Naima Latifa, executive producer of The Female Solution and on there, everywhere.com. Uh, I am now beginning to pay attention to animals, because if God all fit for them to be here, they must have something to say. We have something to say, right? So, inter-species communication. So, I'm because I don't have any pets, I'm learning there's a ton of them in this building. I live in an apartment building where once upon a time there were no dogs. Now it's a dog on every floor. Thank God there's no dog on this floor. I really have a bird. Okay? Hey, Spaggler. Hey, Tinkerbell. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. I do this that sometimes. That's what I do. Oh, okay. It is time for your Monday morning mindfulness, and this is the time that we spend, it's me time, it's my time, no phone, cat, dog, none of that. So what we simply do is become centered so that sometime during the course of the day when chaos and confusion appears, you simply send it in another direction because you don't need it because you've already had your Monday morning mindfulness meditation. So just sit up straight, feet flat on the floor from your bed, stretch out, honey, Just, just Enjoy this process. And we just begin moving the body. We stretch the body. Yes.
4: We stretch
3: and move. Oh, excuse me. I give thanks because we've been resting all night, six, eight hours, and the body shuts down. Well, that shut down. It just gets quiet just like we do. So we just begin the process just by just by stretching, just, just by waking up the joints and the ligaments and the, t- and the tendons. And you see... From time to time, you'll see me doing uh, moving from side to side, higher learning hip roll, because we sit all day, and that's not good for your joints. I had a chiropractor tell me that uh, sitting is the new smoking, so you want to get out of that. Uh, You want to move as much as possible, even while you're sitting. You know, they have desks where you can stand. Now, I don't have one, but I'm sure they are. I need to check iTech and see if they have one. What about that, Jody? I think I will. Um, yeah, I think I'll okay. anyway <coughs> excuse me. Let us begin the process by simply breathing in through our nose and exhale. But before we do that, let's wake up the lymph nodes. Let's love our bodies. This is the love series, right? Let's love our bodies. The lymph nodes need waking up to move some of that fluid around. Just simply tap. Just simply tap.
0: Just simply tap.
3: Okay, that's enough for that Zelda.
0: Tony looking at me like,
3: (laughs) oh, but it feels so good. If you can hear yourself, you feel so good. Yes. Lip nose, me waking up. That fluid needs to move. It's been sitting all night. Okay, I'm on my stomach, my hips, my thighs, my knees, all of that good stuff. Okay, enough of that. Let's breathe and stretch. Breathe and stretch. Breathe and stretch. Okay. Now, what I want you to do is breathe in through one nostril, and exhale through your mouth. You Okay? Let us bend again in the process. And at some point you'll hear this. And that is simply a reminder to focus on the breath because your, your, your mind is already on your to-do list, what time you are got to be there, and all the other extra stuff that goes on. But we want to keep our mind focused, centered on the breathing. So I want you to feel your chest expand as you breathe in, and feel it go back out. Now, if you are not feeling it, you're not you're not breathing, so you won't get the experience. So I'm going to let you see my chest right here. Okay, inhale deeply, and exhale. Get that? Inhale deeply. See how I'm moving here? And exhale. Ooh, that feels good already. Once more. Inhale deeply. And exhale. Now, if you're breathing deep enough, you will feel what I'm about to share with you, but you cannot have this experience unless you are breathing. So let us close your eyes. You should not be looking at me, but the inside of your eyelids. Close them, close them, close them, and just feel the experience, Okay. All right, let's do it. Inhale deeply. Bringing the energy of the breath up to the top of the head. And as we exhale, feel the energy of the breath move down through the face and landing on the shoulders.
1: Yes, inhale.
3: It doesn't matter if we're breathing together as long as you are breathing and taking a long, deep breath. Continue breathing. Inhale deeply. The shoulders and out through the arms as we move from side to side doing the higher learning hip roll as we blow it out. Anyhow, deeply. Bringing the power of the breath down through the solar plexus and the sides and the hips and the back, and the buttocks as we continue breathing in and continue breathing out. Breathing in. Bringing the power of the breath back up through the solar plexus, and as we breathe out, sending more love, light, and energy via the breath down through the legs, the thighs, and the knees as we breathe in. Sending more love, light, and energy down through the legs and the ankles
2: and the arches
3: and the instep as we breathe in. And as we breathe out, giving thanks for the power of the breath going on down through the top and the bottom of the feet. The toes, yes, wiggle those toes. Oh, yeah, you got toes, how do you walk? It's a good day as we breathe in. (laughs) Bringing the energy of the toes back up through the top of the feet and the ankles and the arches. Legs and the knees, oh yes, honey. Rub those knees, my issues are my knees, and I've been walking lately, so I've been feeling so good. And thank you for my therapy at North Shore Connect.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's nothing like good therapy, honey. Anything on your heels? Find you a therapy and go to work. Inhale deeply, bringing the power of the breath back up through the thighs and the hips and the sides. Back. Ooh, just feeling the energy of the breath just moving all through the body. Feeling so good as we continue to breathe in. And breathe out. And just sit with that breath. Let's breathe some more. Breathe in.
2: Move it. And breathe out.
3: Once more breathe in. as we breathe in, bringing the energy of the breath back up through the solar plexus and the arms and back up to the neck, which is where m- many of us who sit at the a they hold our tension. Take these fingers and this is your shoulder. Just knead and rub or massage, whatever you need to do to release some of that tension. That's where I hold most of my tension. And my body is in my shoulders. And you probably do too. And hold it somewhere else too as well. Breathe in. And out. We give thanks for the power of the breath. Because someone, somewhere cannot breathe. And look at you. Breathing all on your own.
1: Hallelujah.
3: Sit with what it feels like. Can you please close this? I'm sorry, you all. Please close this blind, because it's blinding means the sun. Thank you so much, sweetie. I apologize for that, but I was trying to do it with the, with the blind open, but I can't see the screen. So inhale deeply. And exhale. Last time for long long deep, inhale deeply. Wonderful. And as we exhale, bring your head forward, chin to chest, and slowly rotate that head around to the left, bring it around to the back slowly. Slow down, you're moving too fast. And slowly rotate it to the right. And back around to the front, head up. Inhale deeply, and blow it out. Bring your head down. Slowly rotate the head to the right. And around to the back. And around to the left and back around to the front. And head up. Inhale deeply. Turn your head to the left as far as you possibly can, feeling the stretch in the right side of your neck. Blow it out. Inhale deeply. And turn your head to the right as far as you possibly can, feeling the stretch in the left side. And bring your head back forward and blow it out. Once more. Inhale deeply. And exhale. And just sit with that. And in this moment, give thanks for the power of the breath. Give thanks for the power of making your dreams whatever they are makes them become a reality, and we give thanks for the power of the breath that can keep us calm and quiet in chaotic situations, because all we do is what? Breathe in and breathe out. You see, it is the time of the day that we spend with ourselves before the day starts, makes it a better day. If you are getting up running out the door, you open yourself up to being susceptible
1: to chaos
3: and confusion, which is going to happen anyway. But when you are in control, you have the power of your breath to say no. And how do you say no? You still have to breathe it and blow it out. And if you got a little funk on your breath, a little sting. Got to brush your teeth, add some onion, and some garlic. When you blow out, I promise you they will back up and they'll be talking to you like this. And so they'll get a clue to leave you alone. And that's your Monday Morning Mindfulness Meditation. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you go to um, my YouTube page as well, Zelda Speaks. And Zelda Speaks Mindfulness. I have too. Don't ask me how that happens. Anyway. Uh, and while you're there, like, share, and subscribe. And uh, check out our new YouTube page, which is Higher Learning TV Show. But I'm not going to show you that right now. What, right now what I'm going to show you is the possibilities of whether or not you know that the clothing that you wear makes a difference in the quality of your life. And these affirmations that we are saying, we give thanks for the power of the breath. We give thanks for the heart, liver, lung, spleen, spine, all of the systems in the body that are working. We give thanks because they don't work. You're not on a, a machine. You're not in the hospital. And even if you are, uh, you still have the power of your breath and your mind to make things happen. So with that being said, be mindful of the words that you speak during the course of the day, and please be mindful of the fashion that you wear, because the fashion industry knows the power of the spoken word, and they use their designer names, and you can use your designer mind to do the same. Check this out.
0: Do you have a product or service? Take your business global and get new customers from around the world. Advertise on the Female Solution Radio Show. You may have a great product. You may even have a fantastic website. But how do you let people know you exist? Tell them. Promote your business on one of the most dynamic shows on blog talk radio, The Female Solution. You'll reach an enthusiastic audience of more than 100,000 loyal daily listeners with a specially designed 30-second ad that will drive customers directly to your website. We'll send you statistics as tracked by Blog Talk Radio to let you know the numbers and demographics of those hearing your advertisement. Your ad will run during the live two-hour morning show from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time and it will be heard all day long by listeners who listen to the archived shows. You'll reach our worldwide audience on their laptops, iPods, iPads, and cell phones. Watch the orders for your product or service increase. Just go to our website, www.naimahlatif.com. that's www.naimahlatif.com, and click on the radio advertising page. Send us your words. We'll create a 30-second radio ad and watch your business increase worldwide.
3: Do you worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, help is available. Don't worry, you're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down-to-earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul. Whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. To take advantage of the deal of the day, go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code the Female Solution and get free shipping. That's zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit zeldaspeaks.com. We are waiting for, while we're waiting, let me share another message for you because uh, Shiloh Capone will be joining us shortly, but there's some technical uh, issues that she's having, so I'm going to play a promo for you until we can get her on the show.
0: City oh, live, yes we do. us, how did all this happen, how did this come about? Well, I play me. I play Val Warner in Chirac, which is really cool. So when people see this movie, they are literally seeing Val, and I am a reporter in the movie.
5: I think we gotta be engaged, and I think engaged in a number of things, in our block, in our home, in our neighborhood, we gotta be engaged. We gotta fight the issues, we gotta fight a government that is abandoned, you know, as whole communities on the south and the west side. Um, we got to fight a governor who's cut out every youth employment program, who's cut out violence prevention programs, who's abandoned um, our communities and the poor and the vulnerable. And I think we've got to reach out to our brothers on the street and love them and respect them and help them, not just demonize them.
6: I learned that
0: no matter what you have and if you're coming from a good place, people are going to criticize if they don't agree with what you're doing. Yo, what's up, it's your man Tony
5: Schofield from 106.3 Chicago's R&B, and you are watching Men on Higher Learning. Now, I used to hang around with some men that was into some higher learning. It
4: just wasn't that kind of higher learning, but I got myself together now, okay?
0: What is it that you do in your
3: quiet time, in your meditation time, that allows you to bring us the films that
2: you
5: do? At the courtside, the Nascar Garden, world world's most famous arena.
3: the life experience, and I've learned how not to worry. And you can learn how not to worry too much. It is indoctrinated in us to worry. We don't have the answers, so we think the worst is going to happen. Well, I got a solution to that. And that and that is the Worry Workshop So pull that up for up you love.
1: Why do you
3: worry when you don't have to? Go to my blog, velvetspeaks.wordpress.com, and you can sign up right there and find out how. You and remember, sharing is caring. You care about yourself and, and your loved ones. Help them see their way out of a mess. Give them the gift. It makes a great birthday gift. It makes a great holiday gift. So instead they're running to the store getting something that they really yeah. might not need, give them a worry-free life. Give them the gift of a worry-free existence. And thanks for sharing. Make it a great day. And thank you for being here with us. Grand Rising on Monday Morning Mindfulness. I'm your host, Zelda Speaks, and we are waiting for uh, Shiloh Capone to call in at 515-605-9325. Press 1. She says, I'm on the switchboard, and I need to know what uh, what number you're calling from because um, you need to type it in because I see... Oh, there she is. Okay. Uh, But in the meantime, in between time, go to my blog, and you will get a chance to see some information here from the Chicago Auto Show, in which uh, we were privy to go to, was it Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for the media? And there's lots of information, so the Chicago Auto Show is going on right now. And then there's a video here from Naima Latif. I'll play that later. But this is the lady that we're waiting on. The love series continues. Could you love an unhoused person? And we are being joined by... A phenomenal woman who is doing such wonderful things. Let me share just a little bit about her before I bring her on. She is the CEO of Street Samaritans. For those of you who are on the switchboard and can't see my blog, I'm reading her bio for you. Shiloh Capone is an accomplished leader in the nonprofit sector, currently serving as the executive director of Street Samaritans, a Chicago-based Nonprofit committed to providing outreach and case management services to individuals experiencing homelessness. With a master's, excuse me, with a master's degree in nonprofit administration from the University of Notre Dame, where she graduated summa cum laude and was honored with the Tom Harvey Academic Achievement Award. Shiloh brings a wealth of knowledge and expertise to her role. Throughout her career, Shiloh has demonstrated a deep commitment to serving the community, having worked in various capacities across multiple sectors, including community development, youth development, education, public health, arts and culture, municipal government, and homeless services. Now you see why she's on the show today. Her diverse professional background has equipped her with a unique perspective and a versatile skill set, allowing her to excel in programming, operations, development, direct service, and strategic leadership roles. Outside of her work, Shiloh is passionate about empowering others and creating lasting change in her community. She remains actively engaged in various initiatives and projects aimed at promoting social justice and advancing the common good.
1: Ladies
3: and gentlemen, please put your hands together for this awesome sister that I have had the privilege of connecting with and not only connecting with, in such a way that is making a difference in the lives of everyone that she comes in touch with. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Shiloh Capone, grand, rising, my sister. Uh, Your mic is open. Welcome to the Female Solution and the Higher Learning Network TV show. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us this morning.
6: Thank you. Good morning, Zelda. How are you today?
3: Wonderful now that I have you on the line because, baby, it is Monday and it has been crazy all day from the start of the show. So I am so glad to see your face.
6: (laughs) I'm sorry it's been so crazy. It does feel like Mondays are always like that, doesn't it?
3: I expect that because even though the show is called Monday Morning Mindfulness, most of the time it is Monday Morning Madness. So people get a chance (laughs) to stress out. Right here, live on the air. So uh, I'm very glad to have somebody to share that stress with this morning.
6: (laughs) Well, I'm here. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. Also, mindfulness only comes in handy when it's madness. You know, there's no point in being mindful when everything's going good. Yes.
3: Didn't think about that. Uh, For those who are um, watching or, excuse me, listening on the switchboard and you can't see this lovely, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, Shiloh is that I'm going to say lovely red hair is that red or is that burgundy
6: um, I'm not hair. sure actually I I think it's red but you know I've strayed so far from my natural color it's hard to say anymore what but, actually... but
3: the point is Shiloh I love it I used to color my hair red all the time until all the gray started coming in and it's like you know what I am not giving Miss Clairol another dime of my money <laughs> I, I always just,
6: think redheads look so fiery and fun, so I, I decided it was time I became a redhead. So.
3: Yes, and you're having so much fun. You're sharing with, with the community. That's what I love about you. You're not keeping all the fun to yourself, and it is this kind of generosity uh, from the inside out that makes a difference in the quality of not only your life, but in the lives of those that you touch And that's what this is really all about
6: So You I know, I thank... couldn't agree more
3: Yes, I want to thank you in advance For the work that you do Because you are making a difference I see that And <clears throat> I read your bio But I, I really want to hear from you Why this ministry of yours I call it a ministry Because anytime you're helping the community It's a ministry to me How did this all come about? Nobody just starts out wanting to say, well, I want to start a nonprofit agency. I don't think so. Uh, It's possible. But anyway, let's hear your story.
6: Yeah, so I actually did not start Street Samaritans. I was hired to run it when we grew to such a point that we could no longer do it voluntary off the side of our desk anymore on nights and weekends. So um, I'll tell you a little bit about the story of Street Samaritans, and then I can tell you a little bit about my own story. So – in 2012, our founder was at Loyola, and he was a business major, but he took this videography class. He thought it would be an easy A, and he decided he was going to do a documentary about homelessness. He was going to go out, he was going to talk to people and ask them their stories and uncover the causes of homelessness, not from an academic standpoint, but from what people had to say. And in that process, he learned that he held biases and stigmas and that empathy, the only barrier to it is really ignorance. And I don't mean ignorance as in like someone isn't smart, but ignorance as in you haven't given people an opportunity to talk and you haven't heard their point of view. So once he had done this and had this experience, he really wanted to share that experience with others because he thought it could really transform how we all look at the issue of homelessness, how we inter interact in our communities and engage with one another. So he started just getting friends and family to come out too. And by 2017, there were so many people that we did become a formal nonprofit. And it just kind of kept growing from there. Um, So in 2020, we got our first grant because everything changed in the world come 2020. And there was just such a great need for services and support for folks living unsheltered in our community. And then by twenty twenty two it just we needed somebody who was kind of really dedicated to this work, and I was chosen to be that person and I'm very blessed to be so so my my personal journey there um, so as you mentioned in my bio i've worked in many different sectors, and I think ultimately i've always been orbiting homelessness and what I mean by that is when I was working in youth development, I was working in um you know, Low-income, high-crime communities is what they're called at Title I schools, and my students were always the ones that were struggling in reading, and I realized that the majority of them were living homeless in their cars or crashing on couches or some even outside, and it became very hard to sit and talk to them about how they should be focused on their education when they didn't know where they were going to lay their head at night. And similarly with public health, I mean, I was working in public health during COVID, and how how can you tell someone to focus on their public health and keep a distance from one another when they have nowhere to sleep at night and they need one another to survive? The interactions that we have with one another in community are how people who are living unsheltered survive and make it to the next day. And so... In many ways, I kind of kept coming back to homeless services, and so when I saw this opportunity before I accepted it, I said, you know, I want to go out with you guys, and what I saw is that the work of Street Samaritans is not grounded in thinking we have a solution to homelessness, but to actually authentically connect and love one another and just hold space for them to be who they are, to solve their own problems, to share their own solutions, and then to walk with them on their journey. It really looked to me like this is what I would do for my friend or my family, Mm. and it was the service that I would have wanted provided to the people I love and care about, and so I wanted to be a part of providing that service to other people's loved ones.
3: Wow. What a story. How, what What was the moment that touched you in such a way? What was that one moment that propelled you into the direction that
6: you're now heading? Yeah, that's a really good question, and um, I could unpack my childhood with you, but I think I'm going to tell you a story instead about how, the moment doing outreach with Street Samaritans that told me I'm going to take this job so mm-hmm. one of the things Street Samaritans does is once once a month we host volunteers to come out with us because we think everybody in the community has a role to play in ending homelessness and we want all hands on deck for this mission right so I know now out. Silo, I
3: interrupt you but I have to I have to ask you to repeat that because somebody didn't need somebody needed to hear that again so if you would please be so kind to repeat what you said. Yes,
6: did. yes, of course. So we host volunteers once a month, and it's because everyone has a role to play in ending homelessness. Every single person in the community has a responsibility to do their part. Now, I can't tell people what their part is. Some some people, it might be giving money. Some people, it might be volunteering their time. But Some people, it might just be as simple as smiling and acknowledging someone, making eye contact, asking their name. It it does not – you do not have to be rich. You do not have to have a ton of time to be a part of this mission, but you do have an obligation to be a part of the mission. Like, this is not a problem, like, separate from us. This is our community. These are our neighbors. And because they're our community and our neighbors – We are responsible for them in the same way they're responsible for us. We're all in this together.
3: Amen. Well said. So for those of you who are listening and thinking and watching and thinking to yourself, well, homelessness, that's not my problem. Well, when it lands on your doorstep, then it may become a problem. So the thing to do would be, as Shiloh said, and that is to continue to get involved in organizations that allow you that opportunity if you are not comfortable going on your own and helping someone. And I love what you said, Shiloh, about just a simple smile. I have seen the faces of our unhoused neighbors. just They just bloom when somebody simply smiles at them instead of walking past them, you know, you know turning their head or coming up their face like they smell or something like
6: that. That smile can You're make, so right. So I actually, so our organization does an annual community homelessness needs assessment and we ask folks living unsheltered what they want and what they need in many places and one of the questions we ask is what could the average person do to help you exit homelessness and do you know what every single person responded? No be kind, don't ignore me, ask my name, stop pulling your children away when you see me. The response from every single person was, I would like to be treated like a human being. And I think think when we, like to your point of like, you know, people look away, people avoid it. And I, I think that's natural because it's people in our community who are living in a way that we know, Nobody in our community should be living like that. In the richest country on earth, we should not have anybody living outside. And when we see that, we're uncomfortable because we know it's wrong. And so rather than facing it and saying, hey, this is messed up and I need to do something about this and why am I okay with this existing in my community, we look away because that's an easier place for us to be.
3: Yeah, it's easier to to be until it happens to you, until it happens in your family, and you're staring in face. It's like, wow, when I had a chance to do something, what did I do? You know, you don't want to wind up in a place that you don't want to be longer mm. than you want to be there.
6: Yeah, I think we all think homelessness is something that happens to other people. I think the we them. all imagine we're closer to being yes. just Bezos yes. than we are to Living, yes. living in Lower Wacker, but um, the truth is most of us are a few paychecks away from finding ourselves in the same situation. And I think that's important because we talk about homelessness like it's an individual choice or it's something that happens to an individual. But it's these structural conditions in society that allow homelessness to exist. And any one of us could find ourselves there. If the right set of circumstances happened, you know. That's that's right. Lose a job, landlord pays the rent, you, you know, get sick, hurt yourself, struggle Uh, with your mental health, experience domestic violence, and you too could end up out there.
3: And it's, you know, it's not a matter of if, it's a possibility of when. This will happen because you know you see it on the news every day. People are being laid off every single day. Yeah, and if, if you have a family, you got to feed your family. And even if you don't have a family, if it's just you, you still have to eat. and You have to have somewhere to go. And we are living proof that if we want something done, we can make it happen. We just have to make up in our minds first of all that it's the right thing to do.
6: Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest challenges with homelessness is because most of us look at the issue of homelessness, and we think that this is just a part of society that we've all got to live with. And Mm -hmm. I hear from people all the time, like, you can't end homelessness. You're just going to try to make it better for a couple of people. And I hear this even from people in the homeless service sector, and I I find it infuriating because it's like we're all just comfortable with the fact that some people in our society will live outside with no shelter, with no food, with no support. And to me, that's just unthinkable and unacceptable. Like, I I can't look at that and say, this is okay, this is just a part of life. And I don't think we have to be comfortable with it or live with it. Like, our society now is designed in such a way that some people are going to have a lot and some are going to have a little, but it doesn't have to be like that. We created that and we can undo it as well.
4: That's right.
3: And we can't wait on anything or anybody. We always hear people talking about the government this, the government that. If you waited on the government, you might be in trouble. So it is time that we do something different. So you, there's a saying that says if you want something different, you've got to do something different. No. If you want something different, you've got to do something outrageous. Like get involved Smile I love that It is your responsibility As a human being As a human living On this planet You, you, You know One of the things that Really scares people Shiloh is that we we try to, not we, but society tries to make you feel bad, especially from a religious perspective. It's like you're going to hell with gasoline drawers on if you don't help somebody. Well, I don't think that's the way to get to. You have to touch people at the heart, not fear, but to help them see that it's the
1: humane
3: thing to do. We've gotten so enveloped in this, way of being that doesn't we don't respond from the heart we we have a shield up against us because of um, whatever's going on in our lives and that doesn't help you or the next person so how do we get beyond this stereotypical thinking that it's them
6: against us how do we move past that Yeah, I mean, that's a big question, and I think the answer is, like, it's because we're in it together, and if, like, fear shouldn't be the motivator, it should be love and a realization that you get just as much from giving as you do from receiving, So Mm -hmm. when we give truly and and with our whole heart, we receive so much more, and I could tell you, I have received so much more from my friends on the streets than I have ever given them. Um, And I I feel guilty about that imbalance, but it's true. They've really, they have loved me and cared for me when I can do nothing for them. They have shown up for me. We have laughed together. I have learned how to have a good attitude when things are tough. I've learned how to be resilient. You want to talk to some of the funniest people and the smartest people you have ever met? Are living in 10 encampments because you have to be you have got to be resourceful to live out there and you've got to keep a sense of humor because that situation is dark otherwise you'll let it get to you and they have taught me so much and made me a better person as a human not as a nonprofit person or professionally but personally um and i'm grateful for that you know so i think when you stop looking at it as you know I, I think we have a scarcity mindset. Like if someone else gets that means I get less. And yeah. it's not zero sum. There's plenty to go around and you're not but giving bread to another you are not taking out of your own mouth. And when we look at it through that lens and rather see like, you know, when we're in it together, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? So when we're working together we we share the same desires, we share the same goals and when we're connected in that we're going to get a lot more done Mm
2: -hmm. you know you mentioned
6: earlier like waiting on Mm -hmm. the government and the thing is is the government has never done anything if we haven't demanded it of them not asked not complained but demanded (laughs) like when people show up and say i cannot stand for this anymore and there's enough of us that's when the government does things right
3: makes all the difference in the world You said something um, about the scarcity, uh, uh, the two things I want to point out, the joy of giving and the scarcity mindset. And I know that to be true because when we take food sometimes, and this is not all the time, uh, some of the residents will not only get something for themselves, but they say, well, can I get two or three? And I says, well... You you can come back because there are those who have not eaten yet, and we need to be sure that they eat before you serve yourself twice. And some one of the residents said to me, oh, "That's being selfish." And I'm thinking to myself, "How is that being selfish?" You know, it's, it's sometimes people will play mind games with you, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm so glad that I'm I'm beyond that that. I understand, I overstand, and it's okay, but I'm still going to stand my ground. Uh, That scarcity mindset is sometimes a mindset that can move you in a direction that you don't want to go in, but because you haven't taken the time or you don't know how to uh, reprogram your consciousness, because we're being programmed by outside sources right now. We, I mean, we have been since, since birth, and until we decide to, that's why we have Monday Morning Mindfulness, until we decide to go within and start our day in a, a, a mindset of just being grateful that you can even breathe, that is the beginning of making a difference in the scarcity. Mindset, because if you are grateful, you don't have time to say, I don't have. What you do have time to say is, I'm very grateful for food, clothing, shelter, home, people who care about me, or whatever. So uh, that scarcity mindset is something that we all need to work on, and I speak from personal experience. When we come back, I want to talk about the joy of giving. If you just tuned in your tuned in to Monday Morning Mindfulness with my phenomenal guest. This young woman is not even from Chicago, and here she is helping us. It is Shiloh Capone, and we're discussing the love series. Could you love an unhoused person? And we'd love to hear your comments and suggestions at 515 605 93254 you can call in on our onaireverywhere.com network at uh, 727-731-5192. Stay close. We'll be right back with Shiloh after these messages.
1: Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly culture, world peace, restoration of light, transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com.
0: Oh, man, God sent the monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it.
1: Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out, and we're sitting up here all day in the dark
0: wouldn't it be terrible if god charged us for sunlight well thank god the light and heat from the sun is free so why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes because we don't know how to use solar energy the free energy from the sun you can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456 and schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. Do you have a product or service? Take your business global and get new customers from around the world. Advertise on the Female Solution Radio Show. You may have a great product. You may even have a fantastic website. But how do you let people know you exist? Tell them. Promote your business on one of the most dynamic shows on blog talk radio, the Female Solution you'll reach an enthusiastic audience of more than 100,000 loyal daily listeners with a specially designed 30-second ad that will drive customers directly to your website. We'll send you statistics as tracked by Blog Talk Radio to let you know the numbers and demographics of those hearing your advertisement. Your ad will run during the live two-hour morning show from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time and it will be heard all day long by listeners who listen to the archived shows. You'll reach our worldwide audience on their laptops, iPods, iPads, and cell phones. Watch the orders for your product or service increase. Just go to our website, www.naimahlatif.com. that's www.naimahlatif.com, and click on the radio advertising page. Send us your words. We'll create a 30-second radio ad and watch your business increase worldwide.
3: joining us back here on The Female Solution on the Higher Learning Network TV show, which airs Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1, and 24-7, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Tuesdays at 6, Wednesdays at 1 on Channel 19, and 24-7 on our YouTube channel, Higher Learning TV Show. We are discussing today the love series continues, Could You Love Someone Unhoused? And if you are looking at the screen, you will notice that there is a photo, not a photo, uh, the Facebook page for Street Samaritans. And for those who are not familiar with Street Samaritans, let's take a look at, uh, find out how this Chicago grassroots organization is redefining human connection outreach for the unhoused.
5: Street Samaritans is a grassroots nonprofit Oh, how did that happen? let's let's go back. Street Samaritans is a grassroots nonprofit organization here in Chicago and we focus on supporting our homeless brothers and sisters in the city. We focus on four things. We provide direct outreach to those less fortunate by handing out living essentials. We connect with volunteers, other nonprofits, community partners to alleviate the gap and the cause. We provide human connection, which is a huge differentiator that helps to alleviate the mental health issues of those uh, homeless and less fortunate. And we tried to educate the public on the true causes of homelessness and how to interact with those that don't have the need to drive and how to treat people with dignity and respect here at manage to feel like it's their stuff. The cause of homelessness itself is well misunderstood. It's underserved to upon, said not sexy, and it just doesn't get enough coverage. So here at St. Bernard, we want to bring, bring attention to uh, the cause of homelessness, and we want to educate the general public that homelessness has many cases, and it is often misconstrued by uh, those that experience it on the streets make sure that we, we communicate to those you know, the general public and our volunteers that many homeless are veterans, many are mentally ill, chronically addicted, it comes from abuse, comes from drug addiction, it um, comes from poor families, and the formula is never the same. So my supporting strategy and the resources as well and could acknowledge on how we can for also
3: how to Street Samaritans, if you just joined us, that was the video from uh, their Facebook page. It's called Street Samaritans. Please go to that page and you're saying, What does that have to do with loving someone unhoused it has everything to do with loving someone unhoused and we are still here with our i guess the executive director of the street samaritan shiloh capone now, now Shiloh, you know you got a gangster name right i
6: i do yeah <laughs> i'm married into the last name so i can't take credit for that but uh I get asked all the time, people are like, but what's your real name? And I'm like, yeah, no, that's actually on my social security card. So,
3: Yeah, that's, that's, that's really who I am. And that is so funny because when I first uh, saw that, I was like, oh, okay, so let me, uh, I need to have a conversation with this lady here. Because uh, with a name like that, it automatically draws attention to you. And if, uh, for those who are watching on the switchboard and can't see the screen, what you see there is the uh, Street Samaritans uh, website, and that is to give, educate, and I can't see the other one. It's so small. Connect. Give, educate, and connect. What does that have to do with loving an unhoused person? Well, as you can see, Shiloh, as my audience can see, that when you connect, you're automatically giving love. Oh, and by the way, Shiloh, when you went to Tent City, there was a, a girl, her name was Shug, that was my brother's girlfriend, I think she was like, like at 138, I'll go back and look at it later, but her name was Shug, and that was my brother's girlfriend before he got killed there in Tent City, and... People were asking me, aren't you afraid to go there? They'll kill, they killed your little brother. They might kill you, too. And I was like, you know what? I just can't live in fear. I was not born in fear. I may have developed some fears, which I did have a fear of swimming, but I overcame that, too, when I broke my ankle. And, I, and the doctor, the therapist told me that swimming would help me heal a whole lot faster. I learned how to swim. So the, the, uh, I digress. I, I do that sometimes. But the, the joy of giving, of giving of yourself to someone who you have judged to be less than for whatever reason, the joy of doing that, it just brings so much joy that I feel bad when I don't do it. I wish I could do it every single day, but I can't, and that's the reality. That's just the ego, and I get
6: that. Hey, but, we all got 24 hours in a day you now, so. Yes.
3: And if you spend five minutes out of that that joy of giving. And, and, and what I really love, um, Shiloh, it talks about family. This is your family. You may not know them. You know, you go to a family reunion and you see people you haven't heard or, or met before. And you don't love them any less because you never met them before. You love them as who they are, as family, as brothers and sisters. I love this this piece because it talks about family, thinking of you. When I saw that, when they were packing the goods uh, at Tech Nexus, I believe it was, when they were packing, there was a little card there that said thinking of you. Who gives that to a homeless person? I've never seen that happen, so kudos to you, Shiloh. Thank you so much for that. uh, Well, prepare uh,
6: yourself, because when you come volunteer with us, you will be writing notes to folks living unsheltered in our community. So you'd be surprised how many times people say those notes are what keep them going. But when they're in a dark moment, they pull out the note, and they remember that someone loves and cares about them. And I think, again, going back to, like, how we can love one another, those little gestures mean so much more than what you could ever anticipate or give?
3: Mmm,
2: mmm, that you could
3: ever give. Because I'm not 100% sure, and I'm not a scientist, but I I do have common sense, and I do believe that the power of the spoken word and the power of the written word stays with you a whole lot longer than anything, especially if it's possible, I mean uh, positive. It will stay with you because it's become ingrained in you, so to speak. Mm,
2: because yeah.
3: reading over, over and over again, it's like, wow, okay, it's not as bad as I think. I, as I think it is.
6: You are so right. You're so right. I think, um, I we can all look back on our own lives and think about somebody, even if it was a stranger, they said something to you that you needed to hear in that moment you know yeah. and and you sat on it or maybe you've read a book or there's a, a you know line from the bible that really resonates with you and when you're in a dark spot you return to that quote or that verse and it helps you get through and you find strength and comfort in it and i think we all underestimate that we have the capacity and the ability to be that for others We can be that voice that they lean on. We could be that written word that brings them comfort and joy. And I, I think sometimes we feel disempowered and separate from our ability to make a change. And that's because we often don't think we're capable of it. But um, going back to that scarcity mindset, like when you have a mindset of abundance, so you have so much and you have so much you can give, that's when we start really transforming lives. That's, that's the catalyst for change Hmm.
3: that is the catalyst for change i love the fact that there's a joy in giving and for those who are on the switchboard and can't see what's going on on the on the internet on our youtube and facebook and instagram channel uh the street samaritan uh, facebook page is up there so just Feel free to go to it when you when you can When you're off the air But the joy of giving The the love series continues Could you love someone who is unhoused Yes And it doesn't have to be personal It doesn't have to be one on one It can be with a group Just like it is with um, Street Samaritans I have to tell this quick story uh, Shiloh And I know you have one too So be prepared to share it uh, Probably about 30-40 years ago more like 30. I don't think it was 40. Anyway, um, I was at an event where there was, um, you know, it was a she-she-poo-poo kind of crowd, and everybody's there blinging and that kind of thing. And the bartender was so, so nice to everyone. And I'm thinking and to myself, well, of course he would, so he can get tips. At the end of the night, um, he asked me for my phone number, and I was like, mm-hmm. Okay, well I'm in the dating mode, so I gave it to him, and and we talked. And he asked if he if he could come over one night, and I just thought that was strange. I was like, I don't even know you. You trying to get a booty call already? Okay, Uh, see, old folks raised me, and that is not how I operate. Anyway, we had the pleasure of each other's company, not intimately like that. Get your head out the gutter, (laughs) y'all. But we shared some stories, and he told me what was going on in his life and, that, and how he was living on somebody else's couch and if he could come sleep on mine. Well, I said, um, I just want you to know in advance, I have four brothers, and they're always at begging and call, so if you try anything, you will regret this day. He didn't try anything. I let him stay uh, two nights. On the couch but the third night he came in it was like two or three o'clock in the morning I said this is unacceptable so this will not work you're gonna to have to find another couch to sleep on and I said all that to say this I did love someone who was unhoused I loved him from my heart uh, I had another experience with uh, a female uh, that's what they call call us now females <laughs> another young lady who had the same problem, but she had mental health problems. So you sometimes not only have to give them a couch, but you need to give them resources. And that's what I love about Streets of is that you offer resources to help them help themselves. Yeah,
6: and- First of all, I appreciate those stories and you opening your heart to so many people, whether or not you knew them for a night as a bartender or if, you know, as you mentioned, your brother and you've had, you know, a longstanding relationship. But I think it is easier to love people than we might anticipate. And when you're going out there and you're meeting with people and you're interacting, you will find so many people who are just like you in a completely different way. And you're talking to them, and you're like, oh, we are two peas in a pod. Like, I could not tell you the number of people that I've just had a conversation with, and I'm like, are my brother from another mother? Like, we are so similar. And I think, in you know, in society, we tend to look at our differences, but when we really stop and see our similarities instead, we realize we are so much more alike than we are different.
0: Yes, we are,
3: and you won't know that until you get out of your head, until you get out of the consciousness of lack and limitation, until you get out there and do the work and help and find out and listen to these stories. I love the show, excuse me, the show, the clip on YouTube where, uh, and and that's what's showing right now, is you're showing an apartment for a senior citizen. An elderly lady who is coming off the streets, and it is, it is powerful. Oh my goodness! Uh, can I, can I? Yes. Yeah. Right oh, oh my
1: Target God! Right rings, coasters. Oh my God! You have a souvenir. Get your camera. So, I Arlene, mean, I'll
6: show you around. So we got, we put
0: all your stuff in here. Oh my here. God! <laughs> so
6: All right, I got to give a shout out here for this video to Digs with Dignity, who is one of our partner nonprofits. And what they do is um, they got a team of three, and it's like HGTV for people that are exiting homelessness. So they meet with you, they talk to you, they learn what you like. And then we basically will take our clients out for like lunch, dinner, et cetera, and by the time we come back a couple hours later they have redone the whole new apartment they've put in all the furniture and they have like tailored it to you and they've got um they've got a gentleman over there who does like carpentry and stuff so he'll like build custom pieces for every house and so every person not only you know we helped get them housing not only do they get furniture which is a huge challenge but it's it's makes it from a house to a home. You know, I think we can all agree, like when you've got your space decorated in a way that feels true to you, so not just like some furniture you pulled in out of an alley, which we've all done it, so no shame there, but when it's furniture that is really yours, you know, and you've got art on the walls and you've got everything decorated, it just, it's a different feeling, and that's what they bring to people. And so we are so grateful for their partnership. They are a great organization. Huge shout out to Digs with Dignity. I
1: showed up yesterday. see it. And I'm like, what kind of
3: craziness is this? No, the craziness was on my part because I didn't look at the date. I was just so excited to be in touch with an organization who is out there really doing the work. So, uh, yeah, not shame on me, but just uh, I love the excitement. We've got some calls. You want to take some calls, Shiloh?
6: Yeah, bring them on. would love to uh, talk to people.
3: Seven, I'm sorry, Three one two six three two. You are live. Grand rising. You know, female when
4: uh, Andrew Nelson is elected mayor of Chicago, all of the unhoused um unsheltered people in the city will be afforded shall be afforded decent housing and the means to maintain it to infinity that's my promise and pardon you are saying
3: no go ahead
4: yes um in china as um zoe ma mentioned uh, there really is no homelessness, mm. and they're doing something right in China, and we have the wherewithal to do it in Chicago, and we will, when Andrew Nelson is mayor. And we both know who Andrew Nelson is, right?
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> we sure I'm putting do-
4: his name out there.
3: Yes, sir. And we want to see you uh, make a difference. And but until that happens, you also have the opportunity to join an organization that is available to help.
4: Street Samaritans.
3: Yes, sir. Uh, and if Where you are
4: they located at?
3: Um, let me let her tell. We you are that.
4: throughout all of Chicago. Okay, I'm in the um, the. Uh, post office right now
3: okay Um, but that doesn't stop you from uh, being a part of it Uh, so just tell us about the opportunities that are available Shiloh if you would please
6: yeah so uh, as I mentioned before once a month we host volunteers to come out and join us on the streets doing outreach and then we try to equip and empower every volunteer to continue that work in their day-to-day life. So our next one will be on February 18th from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. And I promise that you will learn the tools and you will walk away with care packages and materials and resources so that you can be a street Samaritan and continue this in your day-to-day life. You do not have to be a part of a nonprofit to transform people and connect with the unhoused.
3: No, you do not because this is an individual thing. You can go as a group or you can go alone. It, it simply depends on you and, and what you want to do. Uh, and if you are already doing the work, then you already know that there's such a joy in giving and putting a smile. It's like you see kids. you, 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 give, you give, kids, give a child a cookie or some candy. Does their face not light up? Well, that's exactly what happens when you give from the heart, people can see it, and those who are in need receive it. And for those who are on the switchboard and you you can't see it, you are missing some wonderful photos here. But you can always go to their Facebook page at Street Samaritans, and Samaritans is spelled S A M A R I T A N S. But I will include that information uh, information on. Uh, my blog on uh, zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com, dot com, as well as um, our I'm trying it's, it's a new page. So I'm trying to think of the name of it. How, um, oh, it's on zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com. com. How about that? Uh, oh, there it is, right there on our uh, new Tumblr page. Uh, updates will be on uh, tumblr dot com forward slash blog forward slash higher learning tv show and while you're there go to our instagram page and like share and subscribe that too i love what's on the screen now Uh, it says kindness matters kindness matters how important is that in the scheme of things for the volunteers who show up there shiloh Uh,
6: there's nothing more important (laughs) um and we do we have let volunteers go if they do not share that value. So the most important thing is people who show up with an open heart and an open mind and are willing to put any biases or judgments they may have to the side and to just hold space so that people can show up as their full authentic selves. It's what we want. It's what other people want. And that starts in kindness and love and there's nothing more important to this work so as we mentioned before like you know you're not free to give up this battle and how you show up for this battle might be different maybe you can give money or time but kindness is the thing that we are all capable of giving and therefore we all must give to one another and it doesn't cost anything it's
3: how cool is that? That because your are Oh, my goodness, it's 832. It is time for our last uh, commercial break, and you can call in at 515-605-9325, press 1 to speak. And if you've got questions for Shiloh, now is your time, so give us a call, and we'll answer.
0: Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solutions Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated Internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the Internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind, compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On Air news affiliates in television, radio, and print Share information, insight, and interviews with notable personalities. Go to onaireverywhere.com for a daily dose of uplifting news. We're on air everywhere, online all the time.
3: And yes, we are on air everywhere, on air all the time, and I would love for you to be able to meet our executive producer, Naima Latif, and she will be join us, joining us in just a few seconds.
6: Hi, I'm Dr. CJ of Valona Health, where we combine orthopedic manual therapy and neuroscience to treat the whole person. Health tip for the day is keep it moving. Doesn't matter how, just keep it moving doing something you enjoy, walking, dancing, rolling on the floor with your dogs or kids, really anything. The body craves movement to keep the bones, joints, and muscles happy. Even our mental health and internal organs and digestive system rely on our movements. Thanks for being a part of the Higher Learning Network on The Female Solution.
5: Do you
3: worry about finances, family, health, jobs, relationships? Are you in pain? Do you feel stuck? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Help is available. Don't worry. You're not alone. It's part of the human process. You only feel this way because you haven't mastered the voices in your head. No hype, just down to earth, solid, workable tools and techniques that you can practice daily. It's really food for the soul, whether you want to learn how not to worry about anything, reverse type 2 diabetes, publish a book, promote your product or service, or just make extra money. Take advantage of the deal of the day. Go to zeldaspeaks.com or call 312-409-6619. Mention promo code THE Female solution and get free shipping. That's Zeldaspeaks.com or 312-409-6619. Stop worrying today. Visit Zeldaspeaks.com. On the Female Solution. I'm your host. Welcome to Monday Morning Mindfulness, and with my guest today, Shiloh Capone, the gangster of love for the <laughs> Unhoused. I love it, my sister. Be sure to join us tomorrow for Tuesday, Gathering of the Griots with Asada, and on Wednesday, Men Only with uh, Imam... Uh, be sure I get this name right. Brother Hamid and executive producer I Naima Latif. On Thursdays, it's Shop with Zoe. It's for entrepreneurs and for those who want to find out how to stop paying outrageous prices and shop online internationally. Shop with Zoe. And Friday, health and well-being with Viada. And on Saturday, now see, we're on five days a week, actually seven days a week, but on Monday through Friday from 7 until 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And on Saturdays, we have alternate guests. On the first Saturday is Jana, our correspondent from London, England. On the second Saturday, it's Mama Joy. On the third Saturday, it's Move Around with Deborah. And on the fourth Saturday, I forgot, and I'm sure Naima will remind me when she joins us uh, very shortly here. So, and if you if there's anything that you like to hear that you want to share that you just need to hear it again from beginning to end because for whatever reason you couldn't catch it during the show, it's always in the archives 24-7, and you can always go back and look at it. Let's see if we have uh, other comments here, uh, Shiloh. We do have some. Soul Purpose Healing, which is my sister from another mister. That would be Vietta Robinson, who is on Friday mornings from 7 until 9 a.m. with Health and Well-Being. And then she comes on again Sunday evening from Saturday, excuse me, Sunday evening from 7 until 19. But Viada wasn't here with us last night. She uh, was at the, uh, where was she? The Super Bowl, where everybody was, except for me. I was rest uh, I wasn't thinking about TV. Anyway, I digress. Grand Rising Sister, lots of lessons from the unhoused, especially about living a minimalist lifestyle. Silo. This woman, Vieta Robinson, went from I think from a a four bedroom house with a with a with a garage and a pool, and now she lives in a tiny house. And she shares that information on Vieta's Tiny House Village. And I'm sure you'll, you'll you'll pull that. That's on our YouTube channel.
6: And i definitely have to go look that up. I've always been yes, interested in minimalism.
3: Yes, because she is definitely and and she's convinced all of us here. I'm throwing not throwing away. I am removing things that I no longer use every single day. I don't leave the house unless I have something that I need to, that I'm not using. So I, I give something away. And my sister from another, Mr. Jody Susan of stud Essentials says, I used to sell sit-stand this. Oh, wow. Yeah, remember I was talking about how, oh, i got to cut the heat off because I'm sweating like a pig in here. Um Earlier we were talking about how we we sit too much, not too much, but too long at desk. Shiloh and I was asking about the, those sit standards because we were doing the high alonian hit row. I digress, but I go there sometimes. Yes, Jody, and we all the sun. You had sense enough to move where there's some sun in Georgia. Uh, that's why I'm coming back. So get my room ready, cause I will be there. But you know, I digress. I do <laughs> Well, thank you so very much for uh, joining us today. Shiloh, you are such uh, 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 a breath of, of fresh air. I love the fact that you have taken this organization to places where people think uh, you shouldn't go. You shouldn't be with those homeless people. You might get murdered, because I hear that all the time. They murdered your little brother there, they'll murder you. Yeah. You have to think above that consciousness. What do you say to people who are afraid to even speak, let alone be around unhoused,
2: our unhoused
6: neighbors. What do you say to that, Shiloh? Yeah, so I usually say people are people. So there are people who have houses that I think are violent and weird and I don't want to talk to, right? So like that just exists in people full stop. Um, I personally have never had any kind of safety concerns. I have never feared for my life. I think when we show up with love and giving people see that and respond to that so that's just never been a concern for me and if you're concerned about your safety among the unhoused I would say do you spend the same amount of time being concerned about your safety among regular people oh. so I, I just feel like um, you know there is no evidence that people experiencing homelessness are more violent. In fact, studies show that they are more often the victims of violent crime than they are the perpetrators of it. Mm, yeah.
3: That's an that's a excellent, excuse me, point to make. And, and many times we're judging people from our perspective, and, and like you said earlier, we may be too a paycheck away from being homeless. And then you have another perspective on how.
6: Yeah, I think one of the main problems with homelessness is that we are seeing people not as individuals or human beings, but we're seeing them through the lens of an experience they're having in this moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think any of us like when people, like, if you saw me at my worst moment and that was how you decided to define and understand who I am, I'd be very upset about that, right? So we are not the sum total of our worst moments or our situations. We are so much more than that. We want to be seen as more than that. So we have to be able to see that in other people, too.
3: Mm. And you have to be around you are so right. You have to be around like-minded people because if you are in a a community of people that hate another group of people, you're in the wrong community. You, you you could be in a better community. How about that?
6: I like that. Yeah. i I think when you're around someone who just kind of makes a snap judgment or dismisses a whole group of people as being – you know, X or Y or whatever you want to say, there's something, like, that is someone I don't want to spend time or energy with because they cannot see people as individuals and they're not open-minded. And for me, I want to surround myself with people that I learn and grow from. So I always say, uh, if you've met any member of my team, I only hire people that are smarter than me because I don't... Ah! I don't need anyone who knows less than I do. I need people who are going to teach me and are going to show up and correct me and give ideas and suggestions. I mean, I I think we, especially if you're a manager, most people are looking for someone who is going to be a yes man and go along with them. But um, I think we grow in discomfort and we grow from people who are bringing new perspectives and ideas to the table. As long as you all are entering that conversation with love and the same values, I think that's where growth and transformation happens. Yes. And you, it
3: is unbelievable the lessons that you will learn as you, just, as you go through this journey because it is our responsibility as human beings. You don't have to have the same last name as the person that you're going to help. It is your responsibility as a breathing Living entity put on this planet, you have energy to transfer, and that energy needs to be shared with those who need your love and your respect and your kindness. They need your kindness, if nothing else. This is this is one thing, and I would like for our listeners to type in and viewers to type in uh, in the comment section if you're watching on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube a higher learning TV show, I would like for you to type in what it is that, what's the one thing that you could do to help the homeless? What's the one thing that you could do? One of the things that I discovered that I could do was, even though I can't cook, I, I, let me stop saying that because I have been cooking for the homeless, is that I'm not a great cook, I'll put it like that. I'm a decent I know how to cook beans and rice and some chicken or meatloaf or some cornbread or something like that. Just don't ask me to cook Thanksgiving dinner. But I can feed you enough to keep you full for a day. And the point is the food that you eat, you only need one meal a day. See, programming has taught us that we need three meals a day. We learned that in kindergarten, right, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Did you learn that too as well, Shiloh?
6: Oh, 100%.
3: And so I'm not in this alone. And since I've gotten older, I've discovered that you don't really need all of that food. That's why there's so much obesity in this country all over the world. You don't need three meals a day. You only really need one. And that is what I am learning in addition to other things that I've learned is, is from the unhoused is that you really don't need all that food in your body that's just sitting there and at some point it's going to cause some disease because, number one, you don't know what you're eating. I'm going to do a show on this too because I love cabbage, and I just saw a video on YouTube of a man in Korea who's been making cabbage for the last 30 years, and the cabbage is made from plastic. I digress, but I've got to do a show on that. But the point is you do not need all of that food, and I'm learning that from the homeless, from the unhoused, is that you can get by with one meal a day, just drink lots of water, lots of juice or or whatever. You don't need all of that. Once we come to that realization of understanding, overstanding that everything that we've been taught, most of everything that we've been taught is not the truth and it's not for our best advantage. So purpose here.
6: Uh, go ahead. Uh huh. I was just gonna say. I I think. Um, Any time I'm thinking about things that I've been taught, I always ask myself, "Who benefits from me thinking this?" And yeah. There is. <laughs> I mean, nobody. Oh, people I- who are in power do not benefit from people thinking critically and being attuned within. So. If there's something that you've been taught and you just thought that's the way things are, full stop period, then ask yourself, who is benefiting from me thinking this way or believing this way? It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just good to understand how other factors might be in play and why people might want you to behave a certain way or show up in the world in a certain way because mm-hmm. it benefits them for you to be smaller or it benefits them for you to take up less space and if that's the case, why? Why? why we should all be showing up as our full authentic selves and that comes from investigating what we've been taught and what we believe.
3: Because most of what we've been taught and believe is not always the truth so you have to ask yourself that question. Yeah, like she said, who benefits from that? Uh, comments from the line, Soul Purpose Healing. Uh, Viata says, the best thing I could do for unhoused, it was... To to teach them meditation. Oh, I love that. To teach them meditation. I would love for us to be able to have a, a place, a center, a room, a hall, a church, doesn't matter, where we could uh, allow them to sit and relax and connect, if you would, uh, Shiloh, to have a different overstanding of, the condition that they're in and a way to see beyond that condition.
6: You know what I love about this response from Soul Purpose Healing is so often when we think about homelessness and we think about what people experiencing homelessness need, we're seeing it through the lens of their survival. So like food, shelter, healthcare, right? All of which people definitely need. But I we cannot live just by our bare necessities alone. Like as human beings, like we need love, we need connection, we need entertainment and recreation. Like those are the things that fulfill us and make life worth living. And so what I see in this response is not just meeting people's basic needs, but meeting their mental, spiritual, emotional needs. And to just look at, what you would want in that situation. So yeah, it might be food and clothing and housing, but it might also be a space for recreation or leisure or self-actualization. So I just love that response so much. And I think it, you know, gets to the heart of what we try to do at Street Samaritans.
3: And you are right on target. And for those who are joining us, uh, the screen that you see, that is the face of Shiloh. Capone, uh, uh, the love series continues. That's on our YouTube, excuse me, our uh, Tumblr channel, uh, com. Higher Learning TV show, and I will post that uh, update on that show as well. It is 8.51, and we are usually off the air at 9 a.m., but we ve- we may very well go over today because we will be joined by the, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't, um, uh, uh, introduce you to the executive producer of the female solution and she is joining us here now and that would be our very own night.
0: Lateef
3: Latif, welcome my sister of the microphone.
0: Well, Grand Rising and Grand Rising to your guest. Yes,
3: Shiloh right. Capone. Yes. Gangster of the Unhoused. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, we appreciate you redefining the meaning of that name, Capone, for Chicago.
2: Thank
3: you, Silo. (laughs) (laughs) It took an outsider to come here to give us a new meaning. We
0: appreciate that. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, the work that you're doing is so transformative because, like you say,
1: one of the main things is to learn to treat people as human beings and not judge them,
0: not Treat them like they, they're a leper or have a disease, and you know, chew your children away from them, and all of that. Because people have circumstances that cause them to lose their shelter, and that, that's not a crime, you know. And so, the the way we respond to them it defines for our children how you should treat people who might be going through difficulty, and and our children watch it. Yes. So, you know, I'm really grateful that when my daughter was. I think, like, three, four years old. I used to take her to pass out sandwiches to the homeless, and, and we took her with us. And so she she learned a whole charitable uh, attitude, and, you know, sometimes we would hand out clothing and so forth. So her whole perspective on helping the less fortunate was, was affected by the work that, that we took her around to do, and, and people who that were unhoused for a while, they still remembered her, you know, years later. They said, oh, how's that little girl? What are you doing? You know, because she was always so and friendly. And I think you can really teach your children greater ethics when they observe you being kind and they observe you sharing. And that's, that's always our theme. You know, we can in all crime and violence and poverty, all we have to do is share. So I think because our goal is to influence the next generation so they can change the world we're living in. I think the more they see us treating people with kindness that are going through misfortune, the more they'll be inspired to change some of these systems that really penalize people for not having
6: money. Right. <clears throat> you know, we um, we do accept people with children to come out and volunteer with us. And you are so right, because there is first of all, there's no joy like a children's joy. Like, if you meet a child and they love you, that fills your heart so much. Yes, it, it truly does. And they don't have those judgments. They don't have those biases yet. So they're just looking at people as people, and they're showing up and interacting that way. And so we love when families with kids want to join us, and they want to make giving back to their community a part of who they are. I think that is So transformative. And if you're a parent out there listening, never underestimate what you say to your kids. So one of the things that has transformed how I move through the world, Um, my grandmother once gave $5 to someone who was experiencing homelessness. And she looked at me and said, what people do with their money says something about them. But how you respond when someone is in need and you have the ability to give says something about you. And I never... Ever forgot that, and it is pretty much how I run this organization and how I move through the world. So, if you're a parent out there, what you say matters and will change your children's life.
3: That is awesome, Shiloh. And that just gave us an idea. Gave me an idea that we, Naima and myself, we we teach the <clears throat> we teach youth podcast training at the Betty Shabazz International Charter School on the South Side of Chicago. And Naima, I think we need to do a, a, a show on the unhoused and have this, yeah, because they ask uh, excellent questions. They ask excellent questions.
0: And I've been thinking about having them interview somebody who used to be unhoused and and really give an insight about what that's like, how to survive. And you would be surprised what some of these children have gone through, Yeah. You know, parents have gone through difficulties and they've been with them in during these times, and they might have had to live out of a car and things like that. So children have a lot more empathy than we give them credit for, but we need to, we need to reinforce the attitude of empathy so that they know that there's nothing shameful about going through a difficult
6: mm. Excellent, excellent. Do you have children, oh, Shiloh? Um, I do not, but I do have a... Eight-year-old niece, and I used to be a teacher, so I am. I love kids, and I've spent a lot of time around kids. So, Uh, yeah,
3: you, and that's what I say. You don't always have to birth children to teach children or to be around children. Because I too, I have no children, but I got lots of nieces and nephews. I raised seven children, so my sister, my sister was uh, busy having babies, and I was the built-in babysitter. So, honey, I've had.
2: Had
6: the so being an aunt is the best, so yes. Yes. us aunties uh, are on a different level. We don't have to punish. We just get to, like, love and send them yes. out, so.
3: We're always the fun auntie. All we do is have fun. Yes. <laughs> it's the best of both I'm I'm on your Facebook channel, and um, I see the 2024 outreach drives. I have the dates for February, March, February through December. Uh, February 18th is the next event, March 10th, and so on and so forth. And I'll post all that information on my blog as well, but I just wanted our listening and viewing audience to have a, a chance to reply to this uh, to to see this and and i will post this on my on my blog uh, are there any closing comments it's 858 and i know you have to go
6: so you know, i'm just really grateful for your time and your energy and i know that you are out there doing this work and transforming lives and you're creating a platform for young people and for the community to speak and to learn with one another and that is so valuable so i just want to Thank you for being you, Zelda, um, for giving me an opportunity to join you today and connect with you, and, you know, I just feel very blessed and grateful to have connected with you and made your acquaintance.
3: Uh, likewise, my sister, homelessness is our business. And when, I, and when I say our, I mean we as a people, not the Higher Learning Network, not the Street Samaritan, even though, yes, we are, that's what we do, but it's, it's, as human beings. It is our responsibility, and all these photos that you see that are popping up here on the screen for those who are on the switchboard and can't see, these are photos of the work that is being done by Street Samaritans. Thank you so much, Shiloh. Uh, it is now 9 o'clock, uh, 8.59 in some seconds, and we have on the Female Solution what we do here uh, is called the After Show. And I know you have to get started, uh, but you're more than welcome to stay. Uh, It's entirely up to you.
6: Well, I do think I'm going to jump so I can get to my 700 emails waiting for me today. Um, But I really appreciate both of your time, and I wish you a good after show, and can't wait to see you on February 18th.
3: Yes, ma'am. I will be there on February 18th and not a day or an hour
6: before. (laughs) Alrighty. Well we'll see you then and I hope you have a great day, y'all. Thank you for thank you. having me on. Silo, gangster fully unhoused. I love it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Silo Capone, gangster of the of the unhoused. She is making sure you get what you need. Not just food, but housing, resources, mental health, uh, anything that you need. She is she's the one that's doing it. That. So thank you so very much. For uh, being a part of this, this is this has just been a great show. Thank you, thank you so yeah. much, very, very much. And now, yeah.
6: thanks. Alrighty, mm-hmm. have a great day, y'all. Bye.
3: Thank you, Shiloh Okay, bye, bye, now Oh, that was wonderful. That was beautiful. I so appreciate uh, her uh, taking the time to be with us us today. And now we are officially in the after show, Naima Yeah. So this was this was
0: a, a very inspirational show. I think the more we change people's minds about how we treat people who have less money, the better this world will be. Look at how much emphasis we put on giving respect to people who have money, who are millionaires, are mm. driving lavish cars, or wearing expensive clothing. as if material possessions somehow define What level of respect you should have? Yes. We do this, and then we wonder why our children, some of them that are that might be coming from difficult circumstances where parents don't have money to pay for things, how they can get the thought, well, if I could just steal this person's, you know, expensive jacket, then I'll get respect. Yeah. And And where that behavior comes from? But it comes from watching us treat people who don't have money. In a very unkind manner, you know, cruel, uh, disdainful, and then they see us fall over people who have money, whether they're celebrities or athletes or or whatever the case may be, wealthy business people. They see our behavior change when someone has money. So the message that we keep giving our children is that the way to get respect is to appear to have money. So what we doing? We're planting the idea in their mind that they have to look like they have money in order to get respect. And even if they don't have it, they have to look like they have it. So they set up a pattern of buying what they can't afford or being goaded into buying things that are given a high price tag, whether it's the name, brand, clothing, or whatever, believing that this is the avenue to get them respect. They got this thought from us watching how we treat people. So if we want to change the attitude in our children and in the people whose lives we touch that we influence, we need to have them observe us being kind to people. Amen. And doing the kind of work that you do and our guest, Shiloh Kapol, does, and others who are out there actually making life manageable for people who are living
1: outside.
0: What, 31 degrees because they had no 31 yesterday. It's, it's freezing again here in Chicago. Yes, it is. So if you had to be sleeping out on, on grass or concrete and all you got is a maybe a little blanket and, and, and you're wearing as much layers of clothes as you can, as much layers of clothing that you have, you're wearing everything you got to keep warm, how does that feel? And then when people won't even let you go into their establishments, you can throw some water on yourself so you don't have an odor. How does that feel? And people won't even uh, give you the, the food that we're going to throw at the garbage can. Because, you know, you can go into a fast food restaurant and you order. Say you order a hamburger, you say no pickles, and then they actually put the pickles on there. You know, and, you, and then you look at it, oh, you know, I didn't want the pickles. Oh, okay, and then they throw the whole thing away. And there was nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't quite what you ordered. But so they have so many I think, garbage cans full of food that they have to, they have to throw out because, you know, they got to move fast and that wasn't quite your order then throw it out. And so the only way, and we found out this when my daughter wanted to establish uh, a feeding a, uh, program, taking the food that restaurants and, and you know, banquet halls and things like that were going to throw out because they couldn't reserve it, there was nothing wrong with it. And what we found was that legally they can't give away food to the homeless. They have to be unhoused. They have to throw it in the garbage. Yep. <laughs> you have to get it out of the garbage. Now, why would you force people to feel that kind of degradation when you can just give it to them? But then there's the, the thought, well, see, then people won't buy things. They'll just wait till you're ready to throw food at the end of the day, and then they'll just get it for free. We get so obsessed with worrying about if we're going to lose a few dollars than being humane. People aren't going to do that. If you want to go to a restaurant, if I'm going to go to a restaurant, I'm not going to sit around and say, oh, well, it'll be closing time in, 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 in 30 minutes, so why don't we just wait and see what they were going to throw out, and then we get that food. Nobody does that. No. <laughs> and, if they, oh.
3: and if they do, we just don't know it.
0: And if they do, we just don't know it. You know, that's the mindset of, oh, I don't have enough. Okay, well, if that's what you believe about yourself, that's what you're going to create in your life, and that's what you're going to manifest, but that's the choice you made. But most people do not do They don't look for a way to get a free meal because they know people are going to throw out the, the remains of what's on the grill of it
1: itself that day, they know that. So if we change a few things that we
0: are doing that are unkind, all the food that we threw out rather than just give it to people, all of the could share with people that are outside. I mean, you have some, some place that'll let people come in and, and just sit and warm up, but you have some people like so you're not banning anything get out, you yep. know, and you yep. know it's some zero weather, you know it's it's freezing cold, you know they're not properly dressed. People didn't come outside in 30-degree weather with a sweater on just to make you let them sit in your restaurant, they don't have cold and they're freezing. So use some common sense, do some Basic acts of humanity. Share what you have. You know, give away clothing that you're not wearing. This is life and death in this kind of weather. And you can die from being exposed to the elements. It happens all the time. Every year you have this real big cold snap, and then you'll see on the news, you know, so many people died and weather-related deaths. You we can prevent that. There is shelter available. If you have an empty building or apartment, or whatever the case you may have, and it's not doing anything for you right now, being unused, you can use it to save a life. Now, I know it's difficult because you do have some unhoused people that have some mental illness issues, which also is something that all of us as a human family should be assisting with. Rather than criminalizing mental health, we need to give people the help they need. That's why we have people who are in their mental health field, so they can help. So allow them to help, empower them to help, make the funding available for them to help. But don't just brutalize people because they have mental challenges and maybe they've gone through a trauma that was never addressed, and so they're emotional unbalanced. Help them. Don't criminalize them. Our goal has to be compassion, and the world we're building now It's based on compassion. It's based on service to all. And whatever talent and skill you've been blessed with by our creator to bring to the world, you should be able to give it to those who would benefit from it. And this is the world that we're building, so this is the world we have to reflect to our children. So they have to see us treating people with compassion. And then they'll create the world that's based on
3: compassion. And then we will do the same. They said yes. you, you, what's it, each one teach one? When you, when you show them, they, they to, they, they're copying everything you do anyway. Yes. You may as <laughs> well give them, give them a humanitarian effort."
0: Right. Don't get mad at your children if they do something that you don't like, because they probably got it from you. If they said cuss word, don't slap them and wash them mouth out with soap. They learned it
3: from you. Thank <laughs> you. So if you don't want to say it, don't say it. <laughs> uh, Soul purpose healing. Uh, Vieta says the inner standing they would gain is how deep breathing affects their organs and stress levels. Thank you for that, Vieta. Oh my
0: goodness. Anything that you can do to de-stress is helpful, and creative thought is accessed when you are relaxed, mm. not when you're under stress. When you're under, and you, you know how it is. Anytime you're under stress, it's like you can't think, you forget stuff. You know, you're, you're running late for something, and, and you know you're stressed because you're thinking you're gonna be late, and that's the day you forget your keys. You run out the door like it's out of the house because you know stress. So being able to even Come up with creative ideas to change your situation. You got to first remove the stress, and stress happens when you're feeling like you're in in a uh, life threatening situation. So being able to pause, and breathe deeply, and relax, and know that the people around you are not going to attack you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That will help. Even come up with that creative idea of something that you could do to change your circumstance. So I think I think the idea of meditation is great because sometimes when you're in that survival mode, you don't give yourself a chance to stop and think. And when you can't stop and think, you can't create solutions.
3: And Vienna also says, don't throw out food, compost it.
0: Yeah, that's 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 what I do all the time. You know, and uh, I've got. Three compost boxes, you know, on my patio, and we, all the scraps and big. Now I recently found that I have a, I have a, I have an opossum, a possum. I have a one of <laughs> those strange-looking animals. I guess, you know, when I'm throwing out uh, apple peelings or whatever, you know, this this animal will come and eat all the 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 remains that's edible. Uh, I guess the, I guess he's saying, you throw out this food, I can eat this, I'm like, hey, help yourself, you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think I, I threw out, a, what was it, oh, I had a, a watermelon, and I guess there was still some edible parts on the ride, and I came out one night, you know, emptying the garbage, it was the funniest thing was a little was looking at me, like, you know, big eyes, like, oh, I'm caught, I'm like, oh, Oh, you're going to my compost. That's huh? okay. Yeah, I'll take whatever you do. take. It's helpful, you know. And, uh, you know, it's garbage. went on the back of the house. So when I see little parts eaten, I'll know that my little my little friend out there is
2: taking <laughs> <you know, laughs> the rest of it. But, you know, my father used to always say
0: because he fed things. He fed squirrels. And he would buy bags of peanuts from people off the street to feed the squirrels around the house. You know, he said, whatever you do. Don't throw away food. Always feed something. So something can eat it. Somebody, you know, don't throw away food. Feed somebody. Thank so if you've got good food that's in your house, feed the homeless. Feed those that are unhoused. Feed those that don't have grocery money. If you know you got stacks and stacks and stacks of food that you can't possibly eat before it's spoiled, don't let it spoil. Just give it away. Give it away. And, you know, you'll have a lot of people. They'll, they'll overbuy, especially if they got, like, you know, uh, one month, you know one check a month that they're on that fixed income. And I had a sanitation worker, a friend of mine, that told me they could always tell the people who were on that fixed income because they would overbuy. You know, these are the people you see in the store with two three baskets full of stuff at the beginning of the month when they got their check. But then before the end of the month, half the stuff is spoiled, so you get all this stuff in the garbage can. And he was saying he could always tell those who overbought because their garbage can be, you know, filled to overflowing because the idea is I'm not going to have enough because only gets paid once. That's a mindset. So then rather than just, you know, save your money and, you know, buy bits at a time that you need, they buy it all at once when it gets a shape and then half of it's spoiled. Yeah. Does that make any sense?
3: makes none whatsoever.
0: So our fear of lack makes make decisions that actually cause us to not take And if you've got more food that you can possibly eat before it's spoiled, just give it. Thank Don't you. just have it stored in your, your cabinets and your refrigerator when you know if there's only two people in the house and you've got enough to feed ten and you can't get through all that in the span of 30 days. Just give it away. Give away that meat. Give away, I mean, give away things that people can use. And if you have things that are, you know, non perishables or whatever, you can give to somebody who doesn't have a refrigerator and and give that away, you know.
3: And while you're giving, give give to the homeless.
0: Give to the homeless. Give to those who don't have a place to store their food. They need to eat it now. Rather than you saving it for two weeks from now and it's it's molded or whatever, give it away now to those who need to eat it now because they're hungry right now. They don't have a refrigerator. They will eat it now.
3: Yes, they will. You don't have to worry about it spoiling because that's that's what they're there to eat it for. So if you're watching and you would like to donate uh, anything, uh, we like the kind that jingles, but we prefer the kind that folds.
0: (laughs) I love that saying. (laughs) You can
3: go to our website, uh, higherlearningnetwork.org, and donate. And in the meantime, go to our Instagram page, H-L- and really
0: that kind' got that's plastic
3: yes, now we want the ones that's because that's why you can you can make a a a donation and not have to even be concerned with it. You just simply yeah. swipe, so thank you for uh swiping this morning awesome. and thank you for going uh to our new uh instagram page too uh higher learning t v show while you're there so uh go like, share, and subscribe to all of those. Viata uh, says um, when I throw pineapple skins in the compost piles the next day the animals scrape off any remaining pineapple and yes, the they sale, do. Yes, they
0: do. wow and the stale bread, bread disappears.
3: Yes, okay. you, you know if, if that stale bread away you know if, if hey some
0: hungry cat or dog will appreciate it you, you, See? Those who are hungry, and you will find such a blessing coming back to you because you have given. We have no idea the impact that we make if we just do something as simple as share what we have, especially when it's something that we're not really using.
3: And you live in America. Whatever you got, you got too much of it. Come on now.
0: You got, you got too much.
3: Too many clothes.
0: Too much food. You know. Too many. House
3: yeah. So you, you got a hundred pair of socks you can't wear, but ten of them. So give the, the ninety pair away. I'm talking to somebody else in my my household. Anyway, I digress. You can't wear all them socks.
0: I know, yeah, yeah but two feet, you right. know.
3: Deborah <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, I've got canned goods that have expired, but but can't toss. What do I do? You save them for me, uh, and I will come by and pick them up. Because that canned food can be warmed up and made a dish out of. Now, this is something that I learned from people who work in grocery stores. It's like, it says it, it, it's expired. You cannot sell it after that date, but you can eat it after that date. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to thank, uh, uh, thank you for that. Grand Rising, everyone. Yes, Deborah Smith yeah. is our third Saturday host of Move Around with Deborah. If you haven't heard it please go back she's more than a travel advisor yeah she t- uh, things that I have learned from listening to this show I was like they never taught us my travel agent never taught me that uh, never saw it anywhere okay well that's why you have the experience of a travel advisor who can uh, share that information and she's on set every third Saturday from 12 noon until 2 p.m.
0: absolutely yeah
3: seven days a week that's when we're here
0: Yes, and shout out to our dear friend Amadilo who gave us that fabulous opening that you all saw. you missed it, go back and see the beginning of the show.
3: Yes. Um, so nice. <laughs> I want to see that again. That was off the chain. I gotta find it and play it as we close. Can I play it when we close? Yes, I love it. that. Uh, play
0: the play the opening greeting and the closing. I can see it.
3: Because Amadillo is uh wow, phenomenal. That's all I can say. Because this this young man he as a matter of fact, he uh did the opening for the Higher Learning Network uh T V show. Yes,
0: yes, he's he's quite legendary with his talent. Yes, he and you is. know, that's something that he has a gift. And you know, it's it's a creative gift that it's an artistic eye, yes, and the, and it's such a blessing to be able
3: to share it and enhance. And he um, did he did the uh, documentary for my little brother, and I know he'll be happy to hear that. You know, I had I had I, I had to go screw it up, but uh, uh, I, I fixed that too.
1: <laughs>
3: you know. Uh-huh. You know, ego will tell you no, nah, There's there's something missing. Look, the man put all of his hard work and effort into this, and then you had to go go mess it up because you thought that and,
0: you, know, you had your idea of what you wanted to know something. I mean, we do that. Sometimes, you know.
3: And it was a, it was a it was it was really a little a little too lengthy after I did it, but it was still good. But anyway
0: from your heart so you
3: want to stay more yes upfront. thank you Naima thank you it's not that I didn't appreciate what he did because he was the bomb and still is the bomb.com and I got to show you that that uh, in case you haven't seen in case you missed I got to show you how good this brother is because brother's bad B-A-D-D bad because he is just like that so I'm going to show you the intro that he did for the Higher Learning Network
1: The work of the Amadillo, is, just he did seconds, that, he did that. You yes. they can see all the work that
0: you've done, the people that you've interacted with, the impact you've had, and just a few seconds, you told a whole story, isn't that
3: amazing? Told a whole story. Thank you, Amadillo. We're going to show the Female Solution new intro in just a few moments. Wow. That yeah. was, was powerful. Yeah, I got I to gotta send that to him. Yeah, we're talking about you, baby, because uh, you, you you are worthy to talk about. Yes, you are. And we are most grateful to have you as part of the Higher Learning Network and the Female Solution and on-air everywhere and everywhere else you are. He's all over the community. Every time I go somewhere and I got a camera, he's right there. Yeah.
0: Do, do we have his website?
3: I am not sure, but I will post it on my blog on zeldaspeaks.wordpress.com and on tumblr.com Higher Learning TV Show. Uh, I will I will I will post it on there. So if you are wondering where that is, uh, our blog the uh, actually we have a new blog. It's called the it's on Tumblr. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I put it on Tumblr because Zelda Speaks is on. WordPress, so oh. tum- yeah, so tum- uh, Tumblr is on, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Higher Learning Network is on Tumblr, so you go there and you'll see that oh. until I put a picture up there, uh, which I will do today. You'll see you at the Higher Learning Network, and as you can see, the love series continued, and we started with Shiloh Capone, the gangster of the unhoused, to make sure they have what they need when they need it. Thank you again, Shiloh. We appreciate you because, baby girl, we couldn't have did it without you, and so you all remember to sign up. Uh, um, February 18th, next Sunday from 12 until, I'm sorry, 11, ooh, I got you there an hour late, uh, 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. they go out in the community. First they pack the bags and then they go out, and then she told me you need to sign the little letters and go out in the community. Oh, awesome, I can't wait. I was so excited, I went yesterday and nobody was there. <coughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I found a
0: thing, I don't see if I can share it and then you can bring it up on about our brother really nice article in uh, Voyage to Chicago let's see if I can
3: share and while you're looking for that Deborah Smith says we have a trow in front of the house for cats, squirrels, and birds oh bless your heart you know see I used to think people who had treats for the uh, animals
2: mm-hmm. I thought
3: they I thought they were special I thought something I thought something was wrong with them. it's like why are you feeding these animals? these animals don't eat your food, but maybe you live and you learn.
0: Yeah. So you. Because you me. know, in our urbanization we have actually in a lot of ways taken away their homes and disturbed yes. their, their environment and and, and decreased their natural food supply. So, Baba
3: Kwame yeah. Sunhouse says, uh, Sunhorse, Baba Kwame Sunhorse says we've been urbanized. You are banned from nature. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah. Be
2: done.
3: Meet Amadil yeah. Kazan of OM Productions International in Bronzeville. Yeah, that's the bad brother. So that's the face with the with the magic that goes on. Yeah. Where did you find that at, Naima? I just googled it. Okay, yeah. Amadilo Kazan of oh, OM, yeah, Productions. OM Productions.
2: OM Productions.
3: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So. Thank you, Amadila, for the wonderful work that you do. Yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about you until the end of time. Yes, we will. So thank yes. you for thank you for being uh, the loving uh, team member of all these sisters. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely.
0: I thought what you put together. At all. I said, oh, I would not have been able to focus my mind long enough to to do that. that because you know you got all these other things on your mind. You're I'm like, Get it, get it you can't relax and be creative because mm-hmm. stressed, mm-hmm. you know. And so, give yeah. it to somebody who's got the gift. You know you. that's
3: why they're here to make yeah. your life easier. Because we're learning as women, honey. You, you cannot do it all. I don't. Have yeah. good, I don't care how good you 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 are or think you are. You cannot do it alone. You need help. And. Uh, I don't remember what gospel artist said it, but help is on the way. All you got to do, and you see, I'm not singing right like Sherry Shepherd on the show. It's like, Mm-mm, if I sing it, I gotta pay him. I have nothing to pay you, so I'm not gonna sing your song. Plus, I can't sing anyway. So, help is on the way. All righty, well we are winding down to our last few minutes here. You want to give some closing comments, uh, Naima, about what's going on, what we can expect this week
0: tomorrow we've got Gathering
3: of the Griots
0: with Asada and she always has a really deep author on so look out for that tomorrow morning and then of course Wednesday we continue our love series. We're going to talk to some seasoned couples about what it really takes to learn the art of forgiveness that allows
1: you to stay
0: together over the years. We'll talk about that and then Thursday, another edition of Shop with Zoe, and we'll be talking about some of the plans to expand our farming program in Wisconsin with Zoe's farmland, and children are going to take there so they can understand agriculture from a different perspective. Understanding, first of all, you got to have some land. And Zoe's in real estate, so she buys land, buys buildings, and so they're going to learn a bit about that. We'll talk about that on Thursday. And Friday, we're back with Health and Well-Being with the always giving us the latest health news and reminding us that our bodies are made to self-repair. So we need to put the right things in our bodies that will empower them to do their job. And then we've got our third Saturday of the month, Deborah. and we move around with Deborah giving us some more travel tips as she introduces us to people who can give us some real insight. And we
4: start all over
0: again on Sunday with Soul Purpose Healing with And You know, last night she ran a show. She ran a, 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 a previous show. She had some callers that that made comments. you know, I, I sort of try to explain what's a pre-recorded show, but I try to give people a chance to make some comments anyway, you know it's pre-recorded, but it's okay. You know, but just let you know. People are always listening and always watching, so she was able to still have a presence here even as she was enjoying a Super Bowl party. And I got to say this one thing about the Super Bowl. What, what occurred to me And I was watching that fabulous performance by Usher, you know, when you have a skill and a talent and you're able to bring joy on a massive level where you've got stadiums full of people watching you got people watching all over the country, all over the world, You actually raised the vibration of the planet. Mm.
2: So this
0: man and all of those artists who worked with him to produce that show, you actually brought the world closer to world peace with your performance because you spread a vibration of joy, a collective vibration of joy. And that changes our reality. So we thank you. Your hard work—I know it was hard. The rest of us sweating all you taking the and I mean, he was on it. And all those changes, don't mind yourself. He was deep.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So we appreciate those who have that gift to bring joy, because you are changing the world for the best. We appreciate. it.
3: We appreciate you and we appreciate the fact that you will be sharing this video after the show is over. The after show of Monday morning mindfulness has now come to a close, but before it does, we got a few videos to show you the work that Amadillo has done. Take it away,
0: Amadillo.
2: Women
0: have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing, share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is the female solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515 605 9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting. To all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world, to our family in China, <coughs> ni hao. In India, namaste. namaste.
1: In Japan, konnichiwa. konnichiwa. In Korea, konnichiwa. In, Korea, konnichiwa. in konnichiwa. Russia, здравствуйте. In Germany, guten tag. Guten tag. In Poland, dzień dobry. In France. Bonjour. bonjour. In Spain, hola. hola. In Italy. In Egypt, Athen In Ghana, al okay. In Nigeria, Peneo.
0: In Hello. South Africa, Sao Bona. In Senegal, Nangadet. Nangadet. In Kenya, Jambu. Jambu. In Israel, Shalom.
2: Shalom.
0: In Pakistan, Afghanistan, Palestine, and Saudi Arabia. Assalamu, alaykum. As-salamu alaykum. And may peace be upon you all. Join us live on the on-air radio network. Call 727-731-5192. We want to talk to you.
3: And that we will do. We want to talk to you. And there you go. (laughs) and those are two of our star students at the Betty Shabazz International Charter School on the south side you know, of Chicago Betty
0: Oh
3: turn your bring your screen down so we can see just, just do your screen like yes. that we can see it
0: There we go Tilt down. there more. we go A little
3: more a little more
0: uh, here we go Betty Shabazz There you go
3: Betty Shabazz <laughs> all right
0: Carter. Yes
3: We have the most outstanding students on the planet. These children are way, way beyond their years. It's like, how do you do, know, be, have at such a young age? They are teaching me. We're teaching them. So you be sure and tune in every Wednesday from 2 until 2.30. They've moved up from 15 minute to 30 minute interviews. So they're they're doing a wonderful job. So you be sure and set your alarm for Wednesday at 2 p.m. until 2.30 and uh, join us right here on our YouTube channel. Now, uh, Higher Learning TV show. Now you do know that uh, Wednesday is uh, Valentine's Day and a lot of pressure is put on women and men to be, do, and have something special for this day. So I'm sharing this with you and hope you'll share it with someone. Valentine's Day is coming up, but but I call it Self Nurture Day, and I read this from my very first book, Inspirational Conversations. It used to be on okay. Troy Tyler's show on b One Hundred and Three and on Gulf Florida Thirteen Nine. I said February Fourteenth, Happy Nurture Yourself Day. Today and every day is one of the best days of your love life. Live it as if it were your last. Don't wait on the roses, dinner, the party candy or the call. Love your own self today by doing the things you want someone else to do for, to, and with you. If you can't be happy by or with yourself, what makes you think he, she, or it will make it any better?
2: Ooh.
3: You need to pull yourself. True love does not come wrapped, bathed, or clothed in anything. True love will pour from your being like an age-old wine waiting for the cork to pop. Today, pop your own cork. Love yourself as no one else can because nobody knows better than you.
1: Amen.
3: Hug yourself and tell yourself, I love you. Happy Self-Nurture Day. Happy Self-Nurture Day to you today and every day. So please do something to make yourself happy and thank you. Please be sure and mark your calendar for Saturday. Mm, I don't know how I forgot this in the show. Saturday, uh, February twenty-fourth. Not this weekend. Next weekend uh, on Saturday, uh, we'll be broadcasting live from the. I don't want to say the name oh, yeah, right. the across
0: that uh, uh, on the west side. Yeah,
3: the so 3500 3, south. Fifty something hundred west, but it'll be on my blog uh, on Zeld- updates on uh, zelda speaks that wordpress dot and on the uh, Tumblr channel as well. So I will find that for you. But in the meantime, in between time, stay on purpose, stay in power, and remember to show this to someone. And so thanks for watching. Thanks for caring and sharing. And Denise, before you go, please go. I, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, I am a uh, I reversed. Type 2 diabetes. Is is yours type 2 or type 1 that you've just been diagnosed with? Type 2. Type 2. Perfect. Because that's what I had, type 2. And I reversed it over, it took about six months. Uh, It depends on how persistent you are with it, but I did it. And there's a free download for you which consists of the drink that I drink every morning. And just remember, you are not drinking for taste, my dear. You are drinking for nutrition and health. Let me tell you what the seven ingredients are. Apple, beet, cucumber, lemon, ginger, kale, and turmeric. It does not oh. sound appetizing, but baby, it does not good. And that mm. runs rem- free to you. And anyone else who wants to go and download it at diabeticdonut.com, at diabeticdonut.com, and there's also a Facebook page with that name as well, Diabetic Donut ABC. So please, I just ask that those who go and download the free ebook on how I reverse type 2 diabetes to please like and subscribe and share uh, the Facebook page of Diabetic Donut ABC. That is, that is, that's all, folks. Are you stressed out? Are you stressed out? Are you ready to learn some quick techniques on how to de-stress immediately? And book your free 30-minute consultation with Delta Speaks, the Mindfulness
0: Stress Relief Coach, at
1: higherlearningnetwork.org.
0: Thanks for
1: sharing.
3: you stressed out? Are you ready to learn some quick techniques on how to de-stress immediately? Then book your free 30-minute consultation with Delta Speaks, the Mindfulness Stress Relief Coach, at higherlearningnetwork.org. Thanks for sharing. Are you ready to learn some quick techniques on how to de-stress immediately? Then book your free 30-minute consultation with Zelda Speaks, the Mindfulness Stress Relief Coach, at HigherLearningNetwork.org. Thanks for sharing. not stop the doggone thing, okay. Uh, I couldn't get the doggone thing to stop playing. <laughs> okay, so who's this guy I'm supposed to have on next week?
0: Oh, let me find his uh,
1: information. i got
3: to remember his name. Huh? Yeah, I
0: do too. Did he put it in
3: my phone too? I don't remember.
1: Yeah, he did. I just don't remember.
3: Oh, something about Will something,
1: wasn't
3: it? Wasn't his name? No, that was, what's his name? Will something?
0: Oh, hold on, I got a call from John. He'll remember the name.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna call you back. Okay. Uh, mhm.
2: Thank you.
1: What's these bags on? you had to put them up with that, I sort of held
2: It's like the main car. Yeah. uh uh-huh.
1: You to there's some things that happen in the so, and in, in this case, I can't move in the past. It's okay, so I'm not going to do it, a the video. But I love the dress. Thank you. Okay. Right in